Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Catch the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Ghana. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a, it's a heavenly language, so you better say it well. I said hallelujah. Amen. 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 Well, before I say anything, let's pray to God. Our Father. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds in the believers yet. It suits his sorrows. I'm ready. 
with the blood and let the Holy Spirit Ephesians 2.18 transport us through this access called Jesus right before our Father Father we come to you as your sons in the grace of your son look on us with tenderness and loving kindness and pity us and touch our lives Lord in the name of Jesus speak to us from above the mercy seat look into the of the covenant and speak to us from the unbroken law the word 
words of this life. Let your word bring luminosity into our hearts and our minds. Lord, let your power be here to heal and to cast the devils from our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, reconcile heaven and earth in your son. I ask for activities of the Holy Spirit. I ask for the operations of the Holy Ghost. I ask for the manifestations of the Spirit of God. I ask for the administrations of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, let the angels of God fill this place. May we never be the same. I surrender myself like a little child, Lord Jesus. Hold me in your hand and speak your word. I curse voices and powers of the devil. Drown them from this atmosphere. For this is the holy congregation of Jehovah. I bless your name, Lord Jesus. And I give you praise. Malikara bakatalaba, bari katala branda kata, mengere matalianda sakata, la brando sekitelianda, le masangataliana. Lord Jehovah, malabasakata, and let everybody say Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Once again, I want to thank the Lord. Father God Almighty for the opportunity to be here for saving me and for giving me the opportunity to preach about his son the Lord God who separated me from mother's womb to reveal his son in me that I might preach him I'm grateful I want to thank God once again for our daddy the prophet of God and a real gem to us and to the world that the Lord has given to us and um, whatever titles we call him for us he's our father and we bless God for his life and for what God is using him to do and um, what God has given to him to also have a place by his side to also do God's work in our lifetime. The anointing he carries is quite rare. Not many people carry such anointings. It's like a rainbow anointing. An anointing with diverse colors. You see, yet he's very lowly and relatable. Hallelujah. So we are actually blessed by God for such a father. And that's what me and you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, will do well.
tell somebody, I can never fail because of who my father is. In the name of Jesus. I mean, the, the lineage is very strong. It's a very strong lineage from Papa Hagen to Bishop Dag and to you. From Yongicho to Bishop Dag to you. From Bonke to Bishop Dag to you. From Agbusho Idahosa. I mean, the lineage is too strong. Hallelujah. Is that Lord? No. All right. And I want to thank God once again for your for our convener. Very wonderful man of God. And a prophet of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, I want to thank God for your powerful um, Bishop Nana Akoto and his beautiful wife. them for years it's not them amen and it's very faithful with God and um, I believe that God has given him to to us here to be a blessing to us amen I know his wife is always talking to my wife they're always chatting about something I just I just gonna hear that they're chatting about something <laughs> But it's good to have friends and to have relationships. Hallelujah. Amen. And I thank God for Reverend Oreku. We appreciate you, Reverend Oreku, for the pioneering work that you came to do here. And we love you. Amen. Well, say Jesus is king. So tonight I'm talking about the temple of his body. So, um, I'll, I read John chapter 2, verse 13 to 21. I'm not going to read the whole scripture to you today. But 21 said that this is big. Eh? John 2.21 This by his speak of the temple of his body. And I said that the Lord Jesus Bible said that when the Jews Passover was come, he went to Jerusalem and entered the temple. And you understand that Passover the whole Passover was about the cross. So the real Passover in Egypt was about the death of the Son of God. Very special moment, which was, how they call it, um, Israel had to do. And before the Passover, they had to eat unleavened bread. 
So we had a feast of the unleavened bread where the bread, there's no yeast. But it was represented our king who was sinless. Because yeast or living is a type of sin. And then the Passover lamb is sacrificed. And then the church had to get out of Egypt out of God's fetish, idolatry and then cross the Red Sea as explained to the other side when now God said build me a tabernacle or build me a church that I may dwell amongst them. God doesn't build churches in Egypt. He builds churches outside Egypt across the Red Sea and I explained the Red Sea represented the water baptism and water baptism also is also a type of dying with Jesus and rising with Jesus into a new life so so you could not cross the Red Sea all right and still have Egyptian ways you have to change your Egyptian lifestyle Egyptian clothes Egyptian gods you have to change everything and then now live this new life in the desert on your way to the promised land the main target of our redemption is the promised land but the journey is through the desert and they are they were all types of shadows of the real our our uh, journey real journey is a journey to heaven is the real promised land so also jesus now comes into the world and redeems us by his blood we also go to water baptism to the other side of the red sea there is it's a red sea because there is no opportunity to go back unfortunately people swim back they have found access through submarines through uh, what do you call it, air, Red Sea, and they go back to Egypt. But I want you to understand that, you see, Egypt has no life for us. The world, Satan has no life. There's no life. Satan is death. Everything he offers is death. Whether it's money, whether it's sakawa, whether it's a house, everything Satan offers is actually, actually dead. It will kill you. It will kill you because he killed our first parents by offering them whatever. Are you understanding me? So the main journey, the main journey is in the desert to the promised land. The world is, is, is a desert. This world, you see, is what? It's a desert. That's how the world is. That's what there are hardships. That's what their difficulties. Millionaires suffer. Billionaires suffer. There are many sufferings. Depending on what, where you are. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because the desert is quite, the earth is it's a very, it's a rough place. So what that God was trying to show them was that look, the journey is a rough journey. But you need to be part of the the moving church. Are you understanding me? I'll be part.
part of the moving church and move. And as we move, we are guided and guarded by the Holy Ghost, the cloud, which is the main person to lead us to heaven, the promised land. You don't have to leave and go back to Egypt. So now, Jesus enters the temple and then finds our doubt. The very sacrifices that gave them access to God, the cows, I explicitly, had bypassed the brazen altar and were in the church. Moo. Nobody could hear preaching because they have failed to, they have gone past the outer, outer court where it is not, not into the temple where they were doing business. People were changing dollars. People were changing euros and all that. So when, when Jesus went, he said, ah, you have turned my father's house into a house of merchandise. This doesn't look like a church. And I explained that the brazen altar actually represents the cross. Because as Jesus saw the cows and all that, he was seeing himself, the, the reality. When he saw something on the altar being burned, he knew that the fire of God's judgment, that is it, that is me. And now the things that people have carried have now, have now bypassed and they were in the church. So he had to drive them out and said, don't turn the house into a house, my father's house, into a house of merchandise. Then they asked him, why are you doing this? By what authority are you doing this? Then he told them, he told them destroy this temple and I'll build it in three days. And he said, 46 years have we been building. How can we, how can you say that you build this thing in three days? And I explained that the, the church, whether Old Testament, the Old Testament was a shadow of the new. So the temple, they didn't know that as they were gathered there, they were still the church and the temple of his body by the shadow. And he said, you, when you destroy the shadow, the new one will come, which will be the real. Are you understand what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm, what I'm saying? Now, and I explained that this, um, this church, which is the temple, temple of his body, okay, is just like physical building. And he, Jesus, is a lively stone. First Peter chapter 2, verse 4. He's a, sorry, he's a living stone. And verse 5 says, We are the what? Lively stones. Eh? Ye are also lively stones are built up into a spiritual house. So the real church is not the physical structure. But the real church 
is himself. The spiritual house. This is not, there's no spirit in this building. But the spiritual house, or with the temple of his body, also has blocks, pillars. And the blocks or the stones are we. We are the people. And to be a living stone, you have to, first of all, sacrifice the flesh, 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 flesh. The, the, the cows. All those things have to die. Because no death, no spirit of God. No death, no spirit of God. And there are some dead stones in the church. There's no spirit of God. It is when we die that we can say, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. But Christ who lives in me, he lives in me as the spirit of God. And the life of the Zoe, or the new life, or the life of God that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I don't live by my faith. My faith is too small. But I live by his faith. His faith. If he believed, he could, he could, he could, he could, he could command cows to come into being. If he believed, he could turn what they call it, a, a, a dust into a human being. If he believed, he could command stars. If he believed, he could make angels. Then my belief might be very, very big. Because that's the faith that I live by. Hallelujah. So I said that the more than you can carry, we can shout, I want more than I can carry, and not more than I can carry. Because you, you are in the church with many cows. You are in the church with goats. You are in the church with things that have escaped the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Until we get back to the cross and begin to sacrifice. I understand what I'm saying. We cannot we cannot be members of his, the, uh, the temple of his body because he does not build it dead stones. He does not build with dead stones. You can be in the church membership, pay tight, but as far as heaven is concerned, you are not part of the spiritual house. Being a member of greater love of the UD doesn't guarantee you into he to heaven. You have to be born. And when you become born again, you have to carry your cross. Some things must die. 
Some fornications must die. Some stealing must die. Some lies must die. The, our envies must die. Things must die. At least every time something should be dying. Because those things that are not dying are, 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 are shouting boo. When the bishop is preaching, you hear boo, you hear bear. You can't even understand the preaching because of the things that are crying that are not dead. Bible says Jesus is talking about the temple of his body. Not the physical temple. We need to make you see we are going to tile here bring light, bring ceiling like this will be a very beautiful church. But we don't want to build a beautiful church with no spirits. Are you understand what I'm saying? I mean, what is the use of building a beautiful church and bringing gadgets, but there's no spirits? And the primary thing that brings the spirit is when we, we take our crosses. And die and kill the cows. Say today, all the cows in my life. To the cross all the pigs to the cross all the goats you see goats are independent spirits to the cross all the beds to the cross all the snakes some people came to church and when johnson is like brood of viper because they were carrying snake in the spirit you could see snakes say all the snakes these are people who are in the church who bite pastors, who bite people, who took criticizing and concern, gossiping. Pew, 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 pew. But today, cross. <laughs> no, how can you criticize and you won't go? You won't uh, uh, more than you can carry. Hallelujah. Now, so yesterday I started talking about the building, the spiritual house. In Ephesians 2 21, says that in whom the whole building fitly framed together, growed up into a holy temple. So the holy temple, the temple of his body, it grows, it expands, it grows, it grows, it grows. And then that becomes what? The temple that he fills. So sometimes God may come to a church. There may be only five people 
who are lively stones and are in the church and are spiritual and are not carnal. So when the Holy Spirit is coming to fill the, the temple, he fills those five blocks. And those five blocks start having more than you can carry. Because the Holy Ghost is, is looking for a place to rest in man. And he can only rest on Jesus. And one will become like him. That's where he rests and fills the church. He grows into a holy temple where God rests. I won't go to rest tonight. I won't go to rest tonight. People come to church. Nothing happens to them. Sometimes a new convert brother comes. He has he suddenly has generally become born again and he has joined the holy temple. It's a miracle. Whilst old people are there in the church, because they are dead stones. So I came to tell you that look. The more than you can carry is not only for a convention, but it is must be a practice in the church where we are fitly joined together as a building, as a temple. We are fitly joined together. Because the devil wants you out. Look, he wants everybody out. Even Jesus, he wanted Jesus out. He went to Jesus. But when you are fitly fit as a lively stone, it is difficult to remove a block from the stage but it is easy to take a block on the ground so as we take up a cross and become living stones join the church well Don't be confused about the church. God is not the author of confusion. It's Satan. He makes people become confused. Don't be confused. He said, I am part of Jesus' temple. And I'm interlocked. Now, Ephesians 19 so the mind of an interlocked 
cross-carrying, Holy Ghost-filled Christian is that now therefore we are no more strangers and foreigners. In other words, don't have a stranger's mind. A stranger, you see, I know some people. I'll mention their names. When they come to your country and they are building, they are doing things, okay, if they get the back of this church and they say they want to do Galamse, they will spoil the whole place because they are strangers in the land. They don't care. Yes, I'll mention their names. Strangers don't have a sense of ownership and a sense of putting my strength into the thing. But he saved us and brought us in so that we will not be strangers nor foreigners but fellow citizens. Fellow what? Citizen. So you must have the mind of a citizen. It, it, a citizen who will interlock. Strangers don't interlock. That's the first thing. So, as a part, you see, before I, I, this afternoon, I was in Lady Pastor's house and she gave me food. I don't know what I mean. My eyes was part of the temple of my body, saw the food. He could not pick the food. My nose smelled. The food is nice, but the eyes could not smell. And the hand said, No problem. We are, I care about all of you. So I'll carry the food. And when I carry the food, the teeth said, No problem. I will chew it. And the Osuba God said, no problem. I will swallow it. And the stomach said, no problem. I will do nika nika. <laughs> until the food becomes like paste. Or puree. And then the small intestine said, no problem. I will I'll absorb important things. So before I realize, the eye is getting glucose. The eye is getting amino acids. It's like the eye is getting how they call it fatty acids. The eye is getting things that are important. The hand that day is also getting food. 
and it's becoming, it's becoming bigger. And, the, and then water is absorbed and now the waste and the rectum where the fees are stored is like the water closet. So no problem, I'll store it. The when it is full, the anus will say, hey, look for some whatever. <laughs> Because the hand Jesus is saying, I am a citizen. I am a citizen. I am what? A citizen. I don't care about myself alone, but I we, we are all together. Number two, we are fellow citizens with the saints with the saints not alone those of us who are lonely and independent dangerous but fellowship with the saints we are together I am with you you may hate me but we are together. I forgive you. I release you. Because sometimes even the body hurts itself. You are walking on then the leg will hit on the boom. It's not only the leg that feels it. Even the hand, the hand goes there. Yes! And the mouth also cries. Yes! Yes! We are together. <laughs> I tell you. Look, God's body, the temple of body, is like a human body. And we are locked. And we are together. So when I'm thinking, I don't think as alone. I think about other people. When I'm singing in the choir in the church, I'm not. I I don't want to be. You see, we don't raise stars in the church. I don't want to. I, I'm not coming to sing like a star. I'm thinking about how God can use me to bless other people. That's my mind. So even before I come and sing, I have prayed. I have prayed one hour. Sunday dawn, I have risen up Kayana Branda Kata before I come. You have received applause. But if you understood, you see, when we are together, we're even thinking of Hebrews 2 12 says that. Say, I'll declare them to my brethren. That's Jesus telling the Father. And in the midst of the church, 
I will sing praises unto you. In other words, when I see an interlocked church, a choir that is thinking about the whole body, I, Jesus, I come and stand in the midst of them. Maybe I may be playing, singing bass, alto, treble, whatever, but at least I add my voice to make the music very nice. So when somebody, when they hear the music, somebody will be sitting there and crying. No wonder when you sing, nobody cries. Where are the days when they sang and we cried? Where are the days when they sang and then we kneel down, worship, we kneel down and lift up our hands. Now we are, we are very, very stiff. Very stiff. The song is not able to move people. You have gone even to sleep at your uh, beloved's house. You came straight to come and sing. You are not thinking about the others. So now, God is not coming. But you see a choir that is singing. People are being convicted. We should see a prayer minister that is praying and God is giving them directions sometimes what to deal with. When we think about those citizens were the saints of Ephesians 2 19. Number 3, verse 20, and are built upon the foundations of the prophets and apostles, the Lord Jesus Himself as the chief cornerstone. It is not enough, you see, it's not enough to be interlocked. It's not enough, enough to be what? To, to, to be a, a citizen and everything. But you have to be built on the foundations of the apostle and the prophet of your life. The teachings and the, uh, what? Doctrines of the apostle of the prophet of your life with Jesus Himself as the chief cornerstone. The chief cornerstone is the stone that is laid first. Without it, you can't start, and it's the stone that is laid last. Without it, the brain is not complete. So the teachings of the apostle. It's teachings of uh, that starts with Jesus and ends with Jesus. We have a lot of teachings in the church. We should be teaching. The pastor is also teaching you. 
That's what will build you. Because you have to be built in this temple. Look, what is the use of today God giving you? Take it, what I can carry. But we are not in the church. Because the real life is not what God has given you. <laughs> the Jews, John says to the two, I think. John says to the two. Okay, give me, give me 30. Then they asked the Lord Jesus, what sign showest thou them that we believe? And believe thee, what word do you do? Verse 31, look at what he said. They are fathers. They did eat manna from heaven on in the desert. God supernaturally gave them bread in the listen, in the desert where there were no bakeries, where there was, there was no shop, but God was still supernaturally giving them more than they can what they can carry. In other words, there are some things they only come from heaven. Only heaven gives those things. This manna, you can't buy it from the mall. You cannot even order it from America. You can't get it anywhere. So there are some things you can get, but there are some also divine things that God also gives. And he can even give it to you in the desert. That's what I was telling you. That you, see, you don't need to travel. Unless God says you travel, but you don't need to travel. You can eat manna in Sweden. God can give you divine provisions. More than you can carry. As it is written, God gave them bread from heaven to eat. But 32, look at what Jesus said. Look at what Jesus said. 32. But he said, Then Jesus said to them, My God, very, very, I say unto you, Moses gave them not that bread that they ate from heaven. The bread was given by God the Father. But now God the Father is not giving you the true bread. That is why the true bread, which is He, Jesus, so He can give you, ah, oh my God, marriage and everything. But you have to be built on the foundation of the prophets and the apostles, Jesus Himself as the chicken stone. A car can't build you. A house cannot build you up. But a thing that will build you up. Even to enjoy what he has given to you is the teachings of the apostle. That 
that makes you build up strong. So, as a block or a stone in the church, feel the Holy Ghost, crucify with Christ, sense of belongingness, ownership mentality, and all that, you must also develop. You see, I'm sure if we come here on Sunday and see how many people even write notes, we'll find few of if you say, how many people have written notes for the past three months? Go and check your notes. Nothing. There's no notes. Or how many of us even go to the house and even open the scripture to find out the scripture that represents us? Nothing. We too are we don't also listen to messages. But we are coming back. Jesus' name. We are coming back to a build. Then 20, Ephesians 2, 21, he said, that is in Jesus we are fitly framed together. And what? Grow with into a holy temple. You see, the main thing is that God wants us to grow so that the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, can fill the temple. May I, may I want the Holy Spirit? Or you don't want the Holy Spirit? One person who came on, he comes from Jesus Christ. And Jesus become Jesus. He come from Jesus. No, everything changed. He's God Himself. He comes from Jesus. No, suddenly, it was said Jesus. You are the Son of God. Before Jesus went to church. Nobody even knew him. He comes on Jesus now. Suddenly, heaven was being enforced in people's life. But in heaven, no, there's no cripple. Walk. In heaven, there's no poverty. Walk. No poverty. In heaven, there's no curse. Curse break. In heaven, there's no generational curse. Break. That's all that Jesus was doing. In heaven, we can pay our IRS. Peter, go to the sea. There's a particular fish that the father has put gold. When they get So, there is a place in the church where the Holy Spirit comes to fill the Holy Temple. Now, let me tell you something. That is the key to transform us, to bless us, and for wonders to happen to us.
in the scripture that I read in uh, Hebrews 2 12 are you understanding me? that I'll, I'll preach to my brethren and I'll sing in the midst of the church 13 says Hebrews 2 13 says that again I'll put my trust in him and again behold I Jesus speaking on and the children which God has given me he didn't complete it because God expected to go to Isaiah chapter 8 and find what is there because I that God has given me we are for signs and for wonders but what I want to say is that you know a church can be full of dead stones so Jesus, the Lord Jesus comes to a church called the church of Sardis Revelation 3 verse verse, um, verse 1 unto the angel of the church of Sardis write, this is said he that has the seven spirit and the seven stars in his hand, I know your word that thou art as a name but you are dead. You see, a dead church is like a church with no spirit. All the stones are dead. You see, but like every father or every pastor, sometimes you have to, sometimes, sometimes your father has to exert his authority to say, keep quiet. I'm your father. Keep quiet. I'm your mother. So here, Jesus. Have he introduced himself to every church based on their foolishness or based on what we're doing wrong? So here he said, I am he eh, that has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. The stars are the pastors. In other words, I have the seven spirit and I also have the pastor. But still you are dead. Because the spirit gives life. But you are dead. Why were they dead? Why were they dead? Why were they dead? Verse 3. Why were they dead? Verse 3. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and repent. How you have received and heard. So the repentance was based on how I received and heard. Now there are two things. You can hear and receive. You see, I'm talking, you can hear me and you can receive what I'm saying. Or not, not even receive. But here he's not saying how you have heard and received. By saying how you have received and heard. It's like you have to receive first before you can hear. But the first one, you have to hear first before you can receive. But this one, you have to receive before you can hear. How do you receive before you can hear? You have to receive the man. You have to receive the apostle. As many as received him. To them gave he power. 
So when you receive, then you can hear what the man is saying. Sometimes you can't receive, so you cannot hear what the man is saying. You may hear sentences, but there's a difference between hearing and hearing. I'm, I'm saying many things. Your bishop has been saying many things to you. But what have you heard? You can hear things with your natural ear. But I'm not talking about your natural ear. You have to hear it with your spirit. Blessed are they that what that 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 have seen and have heard. You have to hear, you have to hear from the Holy Spirit. But because they were not receiving, receive, they had not received the man, they couldn't hear what the God was saying. And that's the church died. Because Jesus is holding the man in his hand like that. As the man is speaking the words now, they're also releasing the seven spirits. So the words goes with the spirits. So either the spirit of God is coming to you or the spirit of wisdom is coming to you or understanding or counsel or might or knowledge of God or fear of God depending on what God wants to impart to you at that time. So as you hear, maybe suddenly you know what to do. Or they have to understand. Ah, ah, wow, it's good understanding. Or my certain fear of God has come. Or you can be take this courage, but you become very strong might. But because of the absence of these spiritual impartations, that's what the church died. So the import of the Holy Spirit coming to fill this holy temple is that he is coming into the holy temple so that whatever service, whether prayer service, whether whatever service, whatever service, Jesus will be holding the man of God and see the more than you can carry things. You see, you need spirit of wisdom more than, a, more than a car. Look, a little of God's wisdom is in your life. You buy a car from the wisdom. So if he's not, he has not come into his holy temple these impartations now everything now becomes more secular everything becomes like we do things that the world does the world formless that's what we do but there's nothing spiritual that impacts us to do something else Hebrews 1 said that God 
how do you call it, uh, in sundry times and diverse ways, speak to our fathers to the prophets. But as in this last days, spoken to us through his son. In this last days, I'll speak through my son. And the son to say that, if you receive the one I've sent, you have received me. So, when you see a pastor speaking, it is the son who is speaking. And when the son speaks, the spirits of God goes with the word. But the stone is dead. But the stone is not, is not, is not living well. I pray that me and you will be interlocked. We'll kill our cows. We'll carry a cross. We'll make sacrifices. You see, we'll, we'll join the church world and make sacrifices, basantes, and what? Choirs, basantes. You are very much involved. You have a sense of ownership. It's like everything that if, if, if people don't come to church, it also affects me, not only a pastor. We are all into the thing and all that. And we are also being taught so that they can always they can what? Always. Let me tell you a secret. As I'm talking or as a bishop has been teaching, God always gives things but you don't see. As you move along, it's that maybe you go for an interview, you have a job, but, but if, what did you know that you, you got it from church? Sometimes you can't even relate the blessing to church. Maybe we're about to die. But as the pastor presented, something came from and drew something out. You don't even, you can't relate. You can't even relate why you are alive. So we want Jesus to hold Bishop Nanakoto in the holy temple and speak words with the seven spirits we grow we grow grow and impartations impartations as sometimes you are just teaching the word of god you say somebody 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 has fallen down just teach the word of God. They're just talking. But you continue. You don't even mind them. Because he is in his holy temple, holy, holy body. And and and, and do you know how Jesus called it? They he said, My father's house. And you have turned it into merchandise and said that my father's house is the temple of my body so the place where god lives by the spirit is 
I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Now, Ephesians 2.21. I'm just teaching from Ephesians 2.22. Then he said, in whom? Now, aside the filling of the temple and the impartations of the Holy Spirit. Now he said, in whom ye also. Now it's coming to individualize the thing. In whom ye also. Ye also. When he fills this holy temple, ye also are builded. Together. For the habitation of God. Through the spirit. So God comes to live in you. He builds you. You see, he fills the holy temple and imparts. But now, he also builds us individually and lives in us. Builds some things in you. He takes out some things, removes some things, and builds, and builds, and builds, and builds, so that you see, so that you become a certain kind of person. Because when he's living in you, he will do many things in you. Sometimes the reason why you are a good person is because of how he has built you. The reason why you are a good wife is because of how he has built you. The reason why you are a good husband is because of how he has built you. The reason why you can even handle a certain amount of finances and not be destroyed is because he has built you. He is living in you. Because there are some things. Look. God tells Abraham, kill your son. And the next time, the Lord angel is crying from heaven and said, don't kill the boy. And then Abraham lift up his eyes and see a ram caught in a ticket. You see, there are some blessings. If God has not cast them in a ticket for you, you can't handle it. You cannot handle it. So he himself has to, has to catch it in the ticket so that you can, old man, how can you handle this big ram? But God himself has to help you. That's why you need God to build you so that you can handle the horns of a billionaire ship. The horns of a good marriage. Because maybe God brings a good man. He brings a good husband. But you, can, you, you, can, you don't have the strength to handle it. Or a good wife. You don't have the horns to, the strength to handle it. He brings you to an important person, but you don't have the strength, so you have to build you. I see God building you. Look, Bishop, that's a little God protecting you in the church. No, they may leave. Because they were not built.
even for us pastors. Something you are not built even to handle 400 member church. Hundred members that have now your 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 detention, distress. If they give you condensed pasta, you every time you have to you have to collapse. You can't. It's because you, you have not been built up. Stay in the church and let the Lord build you up by his spirit to handle the more that you can carry. In whom Jesus, son of God, Ye also are builded up together. Together. I like this one. Together. You see, he wants to build us together. So that it's not that maybe I have one million dollars. You also have one million dollars. You also have like so we don't envy ourselves. Together. Together. So when you, when you come to the church, you see you see millionaires. It's not like one millionaire who is oh, when you come, you see, builded wives, builded husbands, builded pastors, builded shepherds, builded, builded, build. When you say your basenta is fifty, there are more people with basenta than what fifty. Oh, wonderful Jesus! And as I close. I shall close on this. All that I'm saying is that Jesus hit churches with cows with no supporter. He doesn't like it. He wants us to go to the cross. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. God so loved the world. That he gave his only son, God so loved that well, that he gave his only son. His name is Jesus, Son of God. Some like Sakawa, some follow money, some follow girls, some follow men, some follow politics. Follow America, but I will follow Jesus Christ.
Because you want to go to America. Now you have stopped going to church. You have done visa collection for two years. Jesus wants to make us have a church that is built on love. My God. My Jesus. We have a sense of belongingness in the church. The church. We care for one another. And we are built on the teachings of the apostles of the with Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. And then he fills the church. I want to see the sweet new church. Worship time. Anointing falls. Pastor is teaching. Anointing is falling. Lives have been changed. And I want to see you being built up. Your spiritual muscles are very strong. And lastly, lastly, we are, we are the marching to heaven. We are on our way to heaven. Only Christians can go there. So let us bring the Lord one foot. No. We are family. Oh, we are on our way to heaven. Only Christians can go there. So let us bread food. Right foot, left foot, we are prevalent through this land. We are on our way to heaven. Only Christians, only Christians can go there. God wants to give us more than you can carry, but the greatest more than you can carry is to go to heaven. So, the Father in heaven is building the temple of the body of his son with the Holy Ghost working. But the head of the temple of the body is in heaven. While the body is on the earth. But one day, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17, I think. One day, put it there for me. One day, okay, okay, 16. One day, the Lord, who is the head of the temple of the body, shall descend from heaven with and the voice of this archangel and the trump of God pa, 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 pa. and the dead not get the dead in Christ those who died in Christ shall rise first 17 then we 
which are alive now. <laughs> you see, if those who are alive, then everybody should go. But that word alive are uh, those who are alive in the spirit. So you are walking by another alive in, in, in God. You can be in church but not alive. So when the Holy when the Lord the trumpet comes, pa, 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 only do, you see those who are living stones in the body will just go and what? Cut up and the head will come by Pam. <laughs> it's like at the cutter head and they say just come. Pam. So Jesus will enter into heaven. With, with all of us, other. That is why he must be part of the temple of his body. Don't just be. Don't just be. One day I was talking to a pastor leader somewhere. How many people did you bring to church? I brought five. Do you have a beloved? Yes. What you see? I live. I live with 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 her. With her. A basenta leader living with a woman and basen five people. You see, it, it is it is not. It, you see. The basenta is not like a jargon, or it's not like uh, it's like they're giving some work to do. Look, you better be a lively stone. So, sir, I, I said, no, 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 stop it. Get a girl out. So they should take over a basenta. And they recover. Because you can't do basenta, you can do things, but you cannot you may not make it. But the whole purpose of the redemption is heaven. This is the whole purpose of from Egypt to the promised land. So church, I think I have to close. <laughs> I have to close. But I love Jesus. I love this Jesus. I love, I love Jesus. The Father loves the Son. The Father loves the Son. The Holy Spirit loves the Son. And He wants to bless us. Let's be on our feet.
Jesus. Mary, son, Lord Jesus. Mary, son, son of God. listening to the refreshing word with bishop david yali visit us at the rose of sharon cathedral la opposite the la community bank accra ghana for prayer and counseling please contact us on plus 233-505-304-337 god bless you